And I'm joined now by RNZ's business editor, Giles Beckford. And Giles, one company's doing nicely from the travel rebound. Kira to Charlotte. Yes, Circo. It's a travel software company. Looks after expenses, bookings and that for companies. Normally this is a quiet time of the year, but the strength of that rebound in travel now has the company expecting full year revenue to more than double. Revenue for the year ended March is expected to be between 42 and $47 million. That compares with last year's $18.9 million. Chief Executive Darren Grafton says trading over the past couple of months has been better than expected in what's usually a quiet period. He expects further growth as business travel continues to recover. There's at least another 20% of volume to come back, which is kind of tempered by high airfares and high rates generally. And we think people are taking slightly less trips. So we think as schedules start to come back on board and more and more flights are actually added into those schedules, we should start to see a little bit of price compression actually happen. Dan Grafton says the company is expected to turn a profit in 2025, as it's been planning, after reporting losses for the past couple of years, of course, for the, uh, because of the pandemic. Well, inflation numbers are due out this week, and they may just show that inflation has peaked in the current cycle, although they're not expected to offer much comfort to the Reserve Bank. The consensus of economist forecasts is for a quarterly rise of 1.4%, an annual rate of 7.2%, as the fall in fuel prices is offset by more expensive food and household costs. In particular, domestic inflation impulse remains strong, and that points to an economy that's still too tight and overperforming. Westpac senior economist Satish Ranchod sees little chance of avoiding another hefty Reserve Bank rate rise next month, nor the engineered recession that's supposedly necessary to calm things down. We still think that inflation is going to remain above the RBNZ's target band right through 2023 and into the first part of 2024. And that does keep the pressure on the Reserve Bank to keep the OCR at a firm level for some time. And that points, of course, to that engineered recession, which uh, the RBNZ highlighted most starkly last year and which everybody seems to be assuming is a foregone conclusion. Interest rates have risen rapidly. That's rippling through the economy, particularly through households' debt servicing costs. And we think that is going to mean that demand will slow and the economy will tip into recession by the end of this year. That's not really what anybody wants to see, but we do need to slow demand down if we want to get inflation back in the band. Westpac senior economist Satish Aranchard. One sector that's likely to see a lift in price pressures, however, is transport, as the government moves to end the subsidy on public transport and the temporary cuts in fuel taxes. Road user charges are expected to climb 36% next week as the government's support package keep, uh, to keep fuel costs down comes to an end. The head of Transporting New Zealand, Nick Leggett, says that will lift inflation by about half a percentage point and with it freight costs and consumer prices. 93% of freight in New Zealand moves on the back of a truck. It's pretty understandable, I think, that if you increase the cost of running that truck, you add costs overnight, that increase will filter down to the products that the truck carries. And if we think about things like our groceries, things that we buy in the supermarket or indeed online and clothing and and other home supplies and furniture, all those things are, are going to have cost increases. 
Well, Nick Leggett says the government should keep the current discounts in place at least until inflation drops to 6% annually. Meanwhile, uh, sanctions imposed on Russian fuel exports by a wide range of companies expected to come into operation soon, or it's also expected to drive up diesel prices. Well, the much-anticipated or the anticipated downturn in the economy has already been priced into the share market, and that could offer investors an opportunity to find some bargains. The top 50 index for the share market ended 2022 nearly 12% lower for the year, amid high inflation, rising interest rates and falling business and consumer confidence. But the head of uh, retail at Devon Funds Management, Greg Smith, says the downturn has seen some high-quality companies in this country trading at relatively low prices. Pretty dire outcomes have been priced in, and that, yeah, got some pretty high-quality companies trading at a lot lower levels than they were a, a year ago. So, yeah, there's some opportunity there for, for new investors, yeah, particularly if... Um, yeah, the environment uh, doesn't turn out to be as bad as some are expecting. You know, if we do see inflation moderate, if we do see yeah, the, a bit of a soft landing for the economy. You know, plenty of high-quality companies on the New Zealand market, uh, and many of them also paying you know good dividends as well. Some a lot of them also quite quite defensive. Well, Greg Smith says there are some positives likely for the economy, such as China's reopening, uh, which will support economic growth and help lift global, uh, help drive down global inflation. Well, let's have a look now at what's happening on financial markets. A bit quiet, of course, with Wellington Anniversary Day, but I'm joined by Mark Fowler from Hobson Wealth. Kira to you, Mark, and a happy new year, somewhat belatedly. Oh, same to you, Giles. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Right. What's it looking like? The market's had a reasonable start to the year, hasn't it? Up around four percent. Has it uh, continued in the same vein? No. Look, it's been a bit of a slow start this morning on the index, to be honest, Giles. So the NZX 50 gross is at eleven thousand nine hundred and fifty-seven points. So just down a modest uh, twenty basis points. Uh, I guess one of the exceptions to that, though, has been Circo. It's been a notable mover this morning, so up over eleven percent. Uh, Circo is the, the corporate travel company, software company. Uh, they had an upgrade in their earnings for the year ahead, so it's been a, a positive sentiment there. Uh, a couple of other notable performers, we've had Goodman Group, um, the property group, they're down about 1% trading at $2.06. Uh, Oceania, so the healthcare aged care provider, that's up over 2.5%, trading at $0.84. Cents. And we also had Tourism Holdings, that's up over a percent, trading at $3.70. But otherwise, a, a relatively muted start this morning. Right. Uh, Australia's just open. Just a headline number there. How's it looking? Yeah, so the headline number on the S&P ASX 200 is uh, 7,465 points. Again, that's up sort of a, a modest point to a percent. Uh, as you say, the market just opening in Australia. What's it look like for the currency? Uh, Currency-wise, so uh, New Zealand against the US dollar is currently trading at 64.80. Against the Aussie dollar, we're at 92.80. Against the yen, 83.83. Against the sterling, we're at 52.20. And the euro, 59.60. With the New Zealand trade-weighted index currently at 71.70. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Yeah, so interest rates, we've got three-month bank bills. They're currently trading at 4.9%. Uh, in terms of government bonds, so we've got 10-year govies. They are trading at 4.09%. Uh, oil, so in terms of oil, we've got US uh, trading at so West Texas Intermediate at US $81.35 a barrel. And finally, gold, spot gold, is trading at US dollars 1925 an ounce. Thank you very much. That's Mark Fowler from Hobson Wealth with our first market report of the year. Well, another item of business news this lunch hour, the New Zealand-based but Australian-listed lay-by group 
is looking at delisting from the Australian Stock Exchange. The Buy Now, Pay Later company has asked for a trading halt on the ASX, pending an announcement on an application to delist. That will stay in force uh, until at least Wednesday. The company's been listed for a little over two years. Its prices ranged between a high of $2.30 Australian when it debuted and its last closing price of just six cents. Well, the business news and numbers updated for you at around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business, Kiara.